Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John, and Robert's not here today, but that's all right. I seen him today at staff. He's had a couple beers with him. Actually, I don't think he was drinking. It was too early for him, but I sure in the hell was. So, anyway, let's get to the sponsors. We got Willow Creek Custom Calls. Give Brad a call, man. That Cali spec is friggin' deadly, and he's still running the Filthy Spoon promo code. 510-610-7625 is the best way to get hold of him, or you can find him on willowcreekcustomcalls.com. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be running that promo, but if I were you, I would get on it. And, of course, Superior Equipment Repair. Trucks, equipment, whatever you need, give us a call. you got a broke-down piece of junk, Dodge, maybe not. I hate working on Dodges, but, uh, you know, Fords, Chevys, anything else. Dodges break down a lot, so you can call us, but... uh. Just messing around, Dodge guys. I like giving you guys crap. But uh, anyway, you can get a hold of us at superioreequipmentrepair.com or call us at 833-343-7351. Or if you want to talk to me personally, you can call 530-888-0795, extension 3. And leave a message if I'm not there, and you can talk shit on it. I won't get butthurt. So. And last but not least, Pinot Ridge Taxidermy, old Adam Oliver. You guys are now entered to... For Adam at Duck Days next year, we're going to do a drawing of all the guests that have been on this show. They get a free-mounted bird. We're going to put it in like a bingo barrel and flip it, and we're going to see who wins. So we've got two more guys to enter into Adam's little contest here. And let's get right to it. we got the guys from Left Coast Waterfowl here, Jeremy and Jeremy. What's up, guys? How's it going? Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having me. You invited me into your home. You gave me beer, gave me swag. I mean, it might be hard to get me out of here, you know? <laughs> Come and hang out and Sutter anytime you want. It's a pretty uh, welcoming environment here with a really nice house and a crack house and another really nice house and another crack house. And it's a really glowing environment with 2,000 people here in Sutter, but I love it. <laughs> I think I've been up to your house, I don't know, a handful of times now, and I think I've seen that OBS Ford rebuilt four times <laughs> since I've been here. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure uh, Sutter County Sheriff also has seen it as well when they're over there about once a month. So it's great. Got to love it, man. Yeah, it's, uh, this is a cool little town. And, you know, much like Texas has all this pride. I'm from Texas. That's kind of the way folks from Sutter are. Well, I'm from Sutter, you know, and nothing wrong being proud of where you're from, so. I like coming over here. I've been over here a time or two. I know some people over here, so always cool to make the pilgrimage through rice country from Gridley to here. So yeah, it's nice. We're uh, both of us are originally from the Bay Area, so I made the pilgrimage and uh, decided to stay. And uh, I I will never go back to the Bay. It's it's pretty changed. hectic down there, man. Yeah, and awful dang expensive. So yeah, I I can't say I blame you. You know. Yep. Well, yeah. and I just tell them uh, when you find me a job making the same amount of money I do here. I mean, that's, I'm right behind you, that's brother. the reason I'm still in California <laughs> as a whole, yeah. But, yeah, the Bay's even, you know, magnitude, you know, from here. So, yeah, it's you got to do what you got to do. I get it, man. Yep. Yeah, just the traffic is brutal. It, it's hour to work and then two and a half home. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. rough. Because we got service trucks running down there all the time, too. And it's like, yeah, it's horrible, man. Yeah, guys leaving at noon to get home by, like, 6 on well, the day before Thanksgiving. You know. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, rough, but got to do what you got to do, man. You'd think somebody would be leaving that place, but it sure seems like there's a lot of people still living there. But no, there, there, there really is. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I leave before before the traffic starts, yeah. and then on my way home, you know, you get the guys from the city commuting after 
two o'clock, you know, and it's just like, where the fuck did all these people come from? <laughs> it's crazy. I even get that going from Gridley to Lincoln, man. I'm like, dude, I miss COVID when there's like nine people on the road, <laughs> you know. But so anyway, let's get into it. How did this left coast waterfowl come to be? And so ultimately, you know, I was sitting there talking to a buddy of mine, uh, and we were just sitting there shooting the shit one day, and I was like, you know, I'd really really be a good thing to just get some more juniors into this you know randy pool he, he does a lot of giveaways yeah. and you know he's got a blind up here that he you know he sends kids to and um we've done a couple of giveaways with him too uh just recently and you know it's just i grew up hunting but you know by the time i got my license my dad was ready to give it up so you know i went out to my my very first hunt was grizzly island with a buddy of mine that you know i lived with and he was like hey man you you got to go and try this and i was like yeah, i don't know you know and i remember hen spoonie coming into the decoys oh, you know and yeah. she, she just sat down and we're, we're sitting there arguing he was like shoot that bird and i'm like i'm not shooting that bird and he's like shoot that bird and he's like i'm not shooting that bird and he's like jeremy if you don't shoot that bird i'm gonna kill that bird right and I, so i pulled up and i walked this thing up on the water and I, th I think I was hooked after that. You know, my dad still calls me an idiot. You know, he's <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. You, you you chase those things and, you know, it's 30 degrees outside. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I look forward to it, you know. It's so and, things, man. Either into it or you aren't, yeah. And, you know, like I I didn't serve, but, you know, I, I definitely respect our, our military service people. <laughs> yeah, and, thank you. You know, tell your daughter thank you for, for serving sure. our thank country. You. And, um, you know, if I could get one junior and, and one vet out, um a year it, it, it starting this has made it all worth it for me you know and uh we've done a couple of giveaways from uh with uh aaron smith and uh yeah. at the norcal waterfowl and shit on facebook yeah. and you know it's funny it's such a small tight-knit community you know i gave uh this guy greg you know big greg i gave him a sweatshirt last year he won our raffle and uh i was hunting hunting last year in a in a goose field with his son didn't even know we, we we knew each other yeah no it's a small world like yeah i i, I haven't met him but i talked to him because brad jones will cut some calls he's buddies with him so he's supposed to come on here he's been busy too but uh no it's super small world you know i mean just us sitting here talking you know come to find out the other Jeremy here he was up at uh the northeast opener we were on the same water and didn't even know it you know mm -hmm. So, no, it's uh, definitely a small-knit community. So you don't want to be a douche, people. Don't burn people because it gets around fast. So. Very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and if you see someone on the refuge and you decide to pull up on their headlamp and set up within 100 yards of them, it's a small community. We'll yes. figure it out who it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the guys that are out there about there every weekend, and it's just – and it ain't cool. We've talked about this before on this show. Don't be a douche out there. We're all out there trying to have fun, do the same thing. You know, um, I, was, I was talking about this off air with you guys, but took a kid from work. It's, he looks like a junior, so I feel like I should get some junior hunter street cred. He's just about five foot tall, friggin' 89 pound little half Chinese kid. And anyway, smartest mechanic you ever met. Anyway, he got into duck hunt and he's like 23, 24. And uh, so I took him out. So that counts as my getting a youth on because he, he got carted everywhere we went. I think he got carted for <laughs> buying gas. <laughs> But uh, I was telling you guys, I'll just bring this quick story up about me not being a prepared refuge guy. What an idiot, because uh, I wanted to show Bradley how it worked out there. He'd never done any of the number deal, you know, and it's intimidating. You know, if you don't know and you go out there and everybody acts like they know everything, even though they're all phonies for the most part, 
And I want to show him how to do it to get a number. I said, okay, Dry Creek's 25 minutes from my house. We'll go out there. We'll get a number. And then I'll just show you. We'll wait around and show you how it works. And we drew number five, which is a good number, especially for Dry Creek. Absolutely. But this old friggin' wore out white guy was uh, too friggin' tired to go get all my refuge crap ready. So we didn't bother going. I said, ah, we'll just go to the rice, man. And we ended up with two birds. So I wonder how whoever took my spot did today at Dry Creek. <laughs> but <be> pretty good. <laughs> I was at Gray Lodge this morning, and uh, that little eh, five to ten mile an hour north wind, and the widging got up about six a.m. and thousand birds flew over our head. And six twenty-five, about six minutes before shoot time, nothing flew. And uh, it was amazing to watch the show. We got yeah. Gadwall in our decoys and yeah. widging flying That's overhead so cool. and. I hear Hen Mallards talking and chattering as they're flying around, circling us the whole time. And we're sitting there pulling the jerk string just to kind of see what yeah, we can get yeah. a rise out of them, and calling at them, getting them to sit down. And then all of a sudden, it's you know time to actually shoot. And you're looking around, and you're like, oh, I thought I was in the right spot. <laughs> Man, it's so crazy how they figure that. You get so pumped before shoot time, you know, and then, boop, gone. Yep. <laughs> but that's November for us, man. So it'll be here soon enough. Although I'm looking, we don't got a whole lot of weather coming. I've seen Thursday or something. We got a chance of rain and Sunday, but we're getting into where it's going to get good. So, oh yeah, it's uh, you know, so I'll watch weather from from Canada to Moses yep. Lake, Washington, Summer Lake, you know, Klamath Falls, um, all the way down here, you know. So it, it it's going to start locking up here pretty quick, and you know, I, I figured, you know. My best Christmas gift is going to be out in the rice blind for yep. shooting unlimited ducks. and Hopefully. Home before uh, supper and, yep. you know, hope my, my wife doesn't chew my ass too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's tough for guys to get out on Christmas. But you got a kid, right? I do. A baby, though? Yeah, she's uh, she'll be four uh, here in December. So uh, she's, no, you're not going to be hunting Christmas morning then. We'll be uh, hunting Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we shot yeah. four specks on a mallard Thanksgiving morning. So Thanksgiving's oh, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, guy can get away with it. I think Christmas morning is a little uh, tough. You know, I, I I might be uh might might have the gimme card here. You know, I'm taking her to Disneyland for her birthday. We'll be in the park on her birthday. So uh, well, that might be a fall pass type moment. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, my, my gift from Santa is uh, early morning duck blind, you know, duck blind shoot. And, I mean, nobody will be out there. No, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll, it'll be no. perfect. I'll have it to myself. You know, I took her out. My wife's uh, finishing up her nursing degree here. And, uh, cool. A couple of weeks ago, we, you know, I, I told Jeremy, I was like, hey, I was like, you know, I'm going to take the daughter out. She's been begging to go. And so bought her a pair of waders they're way too big she yeah. walked around my house looking like a penguin and uh i was like you know i'll just sled you out there on my on my jet sled and yeah yeah that's how you do it when they're little she uh she loved it you know she she was i didn't expect to shoot anything you know i got my three-year-old out there what, what do you do yeah. you know um uh, she's standing on the top of the tank and you know she's blowing every duck call and whistle and come here duck and i'm like hey, let me just unload this thing because you know that that spec that was at 20 yards that he could have shot yeah, yeah he's yeah. you know he, he's gone so you know and it, it was just a good time and that is cool you know i just i just want her to know that you know it's uh it's something that's in our blood and you know you meet you meet good people you learn good life lessons oh yeah you know? yeah it's a lot of life lessons in this more than folks realize you know uh, absolutely you know and i got to tell her you know she probably won't remember it but about how the settlers came over the cop you know the top of the buttes and got to show her the mountains and she's looking at me like okay dad you'll have to explain this to me like four times now but it's it's fine 
So. That's cool. That'll be a memory, though, she'll have forever. She'll be repeating that to her kids. You know, the settlers come over the buttes here. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, it's funny. I tell my kids the same story about the buttes, about when Jeremiah Johnson come through and spent a winter up there, and they had a log of everything they killed, so many grizzly bear and antelope, and, you know, them settler buttes just fascinate me, man. Absolutely. It's yeah. A, it was just a good time, and got to explain to my wife how how perfect she was while she wasn't home you know <laughs> and she's like yeah she probably just didn't have any rules and i'm like well you're not wrong <laughs> yeah hard to break them if you ain't got them yeah that's, that's right. good man well that's cool that's cool so let's get in a little bit about your left coast stuff it's a apparel company right yeah and so we uh youtube stuff and yeah um so basically it started as a uh like a junior and a veteran kind of way to thank them um yeah. so we 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 would love to be able to sell enough just lifestyle apparel to pay for one guided um, veteran and or youth hunt a year. Yeah. And um, what little profits that we do make, we're not in this for profits whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing drop shipping and there's very little margins on it. But um, the little bit that we do make, we want to put back into our community and be able to pay for some veterans to go on, on a goose field with somebody or a yeah. duck hunt with somebody or this and that. And, um, we just want to see people have fun and, and experience the same things that we love to experience as well. So, um, we just come up with little designs and throw it on hats and t-shirts and hoodies and more to come as we, we, um, broaden our artistic horizons and try to make just a little bit so that we can put it back into the community and we're not making any money off of this. And it's just, it's just kind of to build a sense of community and maybe you see another person at the refuge wearing a left coast hoodie or a hat and you point at them and be like, Hey, I know the same brand or the people that you might know and this and that, and maybe you become friends and kind yeah, of how we, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, me and Jeremy are friends on Facebook marketplace. So, I mean, it, it, you never know how <laughs> you things, never know how people are going to meet. Man. Yeah, yeah. You never know. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing, but um, yeah, left coast is just, it's community. We're trying to create a community out here and uh, whether it be from all the way at the Salton sea, all the way up to the cascade mountains in Washington, like, we're just trying to be um, a community on the on the left coast and yeah. um, you know post pictures and share experiences and kind of just like wear the same stuff for everyone on on the west coast out here. So oh, that's cool, man. That's yeah. a that's a valiant cause. And that uh, Jeremy Acton guy that was on the pod, he does he does he's all into that stuff too, doing stuff for veterans and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's cool, man. That's super cool. You know, very noble cause, veterans and uh, active duty, of course. You know, we need to get somebody to the legislators. You know, active duty gets no discount on a hunting license? Really? That's crazy. Now, you know how you are. It's in the military. <laughs> you're all over. So my daughter had 12 days here. She had to pay full freight on a hunting license. And in 12 days, you know, she could only hunt so many times. You'd think they would offer some type of discount for uh, active duty because, you know, them kids are all over the place. Mm -hmm. They yeah, don't make you know. much either. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not making a whole lot of money. She's friggin' you know, rolling in the dough now because of her sign-on bonus, but not if she keeps buying Sitka waiters and stuff. She ran right down and bought Sitka waiters. But she <laughs> 10 used of her sign-on bonus right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who you could talk to about that. I might talk to somebody at CWA because they do have disabled veterans or wounded veterans, and I'm all for that too, like $12 hunting license. Well, they ought to do something similar, I think, for active because most of the time they're not going to be here for very long if they are, you know, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. Oh, we got the local dirt bag running by to the clubhouse, huh? Oh, kind of, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't love my Harley, bro. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> we both had Dinas and we turned into that person. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then we sold totally. it like this is not a <laughs> no, <laughs> not yeah, me at all. Yeah, there's a certain South Park episode where they talk about. Yeah, that's my favorite South Park episode. Yeah, my favorite scene in Smoking the Bandits when Snowman runs them all over. So yeah, I'm not a big motorcycle guy, but dirt bikes are okay. But anyway, on to bigger and better conversation. So, how's your guys' hunting season been so far? Slow number. Yep. Mine's a little slow, Jeremy. Jeremy's is getting a little bit better than mine. You know, we went out to the Northeast opener. Uh, I think first light, I doubled up on a pair of honkers, and I was like, "Wow, oh, that's cool. We're we're, we're gonna we're gonna get after this." And then uh, I think I pillowed a Drake Mallard. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we uh, lost three Mallards. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Like you know, we're, we're sitting. We went to go scout another spot while my buddy and his buddy went and uh, hung out and. You know, we get back in this slew, and, you know, he's like, hey, you loaded? And I was like, yeah, I'm loaded. And, you know, so we stop, and we're just kind of hanging out, and all of a sudden my, my dog pops up, and I'm like, you're crazy. There ain't nothing out here, you know. Like, we're going we're gonna to turn around, and all of a sudden this, you know, pair of mallards pull up, and I'm probably 15 yards max. Yeah. And I just wad this thing up, and it's full pillow. And uh, – Hit the other one, you know, my dog goes out to go get it and I'm not in waders and Jeremy's Jeremy jumps out of the boat to go to go give her a hand, you know. She she's kinda diva ish, you know, she's a house dog by by trade and you <laughs> yeah. know you know, her hobby's duck hunting and uh <laughs> She's looking around for this thing. He goes, dude, I'm pretty sure it was right here, but there is nothing left. It's feathers and, and blood. And, you know, she's looking at me. And I'm like, find that bird, you bitch. Get yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It was a good 20 minutes of searching. And yeah. that bird wadded up. And there's no way we couldn't have found it. Like, Was it in super high toolies or no, what? No, it was like knee high at the most. Really? Yeah. Dog should be able to sniff that out. Yeah. And, like, I, he basically just shot it off the bow of my boat right here. And yeah. I just was just we, – we turned the motor off, and we were just – stagnant yeah because legally you have yeah. to be not moving not after moving. you turn a motor yeah. off yeah so we stop and he sees it they pick up he wads both or one of them and hits the other one we go after can't find it yeah so Great. frustrating yeah. we had a couple like that i well i, I posted one because we were up there at the same time I, we didn't know you guys then but um same time and i had my dog on my boat and we had two other boats so hey we need a dog over here and i shit pack up and we go over there and hunt around and there was two she found it super high i was proud of her but uh we did lose a couple birds up there too it's kind of tough yeah, we were we were hunting a, another body of water that night and uh we were just trying everything because what we did that morning just to not pay off that saturday morning and we just we just got to find the birds Have right you hunted up there before mm-hmm yeah it's very unopening day like yes decoys calls anything like that they were educated yeah i don't and i guess and i don't know why i know that there's a youth season before but i've been up there and seen one boat on the water so i don't get how it's up there they're just they don't they're super educated i guess maybe because they come from up north where they've already been hunting them but it's not like opening day in the valley no it never it, has been it's not and you know i think last year we were up there and you know, every every Tom, Dick, and Harry was sitting there squealing at a pair of mallards, and you know, I was like, I wonder if I get those things in. And they're, you know, the two guys in the boat are like, Yeah, they're they're not going to come. And I just hammered on them. And about the time I was like, All right, I'm out of breath. You know, lips vibrating, just squealing at these guys, and all of a sudden they <coughs> break through. And I was really? like, What? 
they they come straight straight over you know straight through us you know we put both of them down and i you know of course i get off the duck call and i'm patting myself on the back and you know i'm going yeah that's how you call it yeah yeah it's cool when you do that man you know but of course you know i stand up in the boat and i go that's how you call birds bitches (laughs) it's always cool it works out like i looked like a hero to young bradley out of my friggin' pintail whistle because like i say right at shoot time there's three sprig and i'm like oh and they we're splitting, and I just toot, 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 and turned right around, come right over, did it right. And it's like, yeah, that's how you do it, young Bradley. Well, you know, I got to shout this guy out, too. Um, you know, we were the, the body of water we were hunting this year, you know, the, the birds weren't responsive. You know, and we don't, you know, we didn't bring the boat out or whatever. And the spot we wanted to hunt, eh, how tall was that water? Uh, it was about, about. Well, I'm not really good at measuring six inches, but <laughs> two two and a half, I'm really good at measuring. But after that, about about six inches of water and about waist deep of mud after yeah. that. And he sends his dog, and she goes from a yellow lab to a chocolate lab instantly. Oh, that what, yeah. was it up there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, that yeah. mud is, yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. She turns right back around She's after like, going I a little bit. So I try to go out there, and I have my, my hella dry pole, which I'll show you in a second. Um and I'm feeling around for it, and I'm trying to find the bottom. And it's just every time I push yeah. down in it, it's just my hand just goes right into the water. Yeah. And it's fully extended. And uh, I was like, let's just go try to get this. And this mallard's starting to, like, float down at this point. And I'm like, I got to get this thing after, like, it's it's right before end of shoot time. I turn this bird on a call. I feel real good about it. comes in. We kill it. The only bird we're, like, we're going to get today besides those honkers yeah. like everything you have to work up there is just so hard fought oh, for yeah and I, I get out there and the water goes over my waders and i'm just sitting there like oh, <laughs> guys yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm cool yeah, yeah you can't walk in that stuff it's so gnarly like you'll run your boat and i mean you, it's like you're tilling friggin' mud i mean it goes right through it but like coming out of your little pisser thing is just black water yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's well you got the bro mud buddy thing but i just got a friggin' regular <laughs> outboard dude and i'm just that's a harley right there <laughs> sounds like it i'm sure i well, know i wish i had one of them my boat's a slow dude we look like cuban refugees out there it's well, a freaking <laughs> nice boat it's a tracker like a 1754 or something it's a nice boat but it's a 25 horse so you load in four dudes and a dog and all our stuff it's hella slow mm-hmm. dude well don't feel bad with this two, is a 1542 and, <laughs> and i'm i'm piddling i got my my lawrence over there and we're doing a solid 3.2 miles an hour on a full pin with a with four dozen decoys a dog and two dudes and a 25 horse yeah. but I this i call this the uss puddle duck and she gets us from point a to point d and that's all that matters i grew up on this baby i don't think i'm ever going to sell it this is where I, I grew up cutting my teeth on the Delta when I was just really? out of high school on this thing. Oh, that's cool, man. So this is my buddy. Uh, shout out to Captain Kyle Dreyer out of uh, the Emory, Emeryville uh, Marina over there who likes to take a lot of people fishing out. And he's really good striper, halibut, salmon, whatever you got going. So hit up Captain Kyle's Dreyer. He's got the Lady K and the Diamond. If you guys remember going on a, on a uh, really good guided fishing trip out of the bay. That's where you guys yeah, need to go. It, it, it was funny because we were out there with uh, another buddy in his boat, and yeah, I think he's got a he's 30, got a seventeen 30, foot, so, yeah, seventeen foot, thirty five horse mud buddy. You know, EFI thing just rips right, yeah. and uh, fifteen miles an hour full plane. 
yeah, rooster tail. <laughs> I'm like, come on, get in the boat, let's go, you know? And I was like, he's going to leave us behind. And he was like, <laughs> like we were crossing the fucking border and, yeah. you know, and my buddy's just gone. He's like, I'll be at the spot. <laughs> I was like, we'll catch yeah, you. I get it. That's <laughs> why we're at this. But this is so. Captain Kyle's boat. Bought it from his mom. This is what we grew up hunting Sherman Island out of the Delta with growing up. Really? Yep. First right. ever uh, time I went hunting, him and his dad took me. We went to Los Banos and I went as a non-shooter and it was pissing rain and, I had some borrowed waders, and keep in mind, Kyle's six foot eight. So, and his dad's about the same height, and I am five eleven at best. And uh, I borrowed some of their waders, some stocking foot ones that oh yeah, I remember them, leak yeah. like crazy. This is about eleven, twelve years ago, and uh, sit there 